Hey everybody, it's Brad and Lucas back with another AFL episode of Centre Bounce Cover Drive, the cricket and AFL podcast that gives you all the latest updates, hot takes and discussions. So without anything else being said, let's get into another episode. Alrighty, well, first AFL episode for 2024 and oh boy, I'm so up and about for this season, honestly. I've been watching, you know, watching a couple of highlights from last season and boy, I'm so glad footy's back. Like, it's... It's it's just so good. I'm I'm so pumped. I, I love the cricket, but there is just something different about footy, especially when it gets down to finals footy. There's something else. It's that's something right. different. Yeah, that's it. It's just it's just fantastic, fantastic game. All right, so uh, we're going to be doing a 2024 season preview. Uh, so going to look over each team uh, a little bit, see you know where they think we're going to, uh, how they think they're going to go, where they should you know want to be improving on. Um, what 2024 is going to look like for them. Uh, this will be two parts. So first part this week, obviously, we'll cover the first nine teams, the first half, and then next week, we'll do the second half and add in a ladder prediction in there as well. That's right. Um, and so Lucas has written what he thinks, um, his predictions for uh, four teams, and I've done five teams this week. Um, and normally, I write the predictions or the summaries for the Lions, and he normally has the Cats because... Yeah. They're our teams, but this this time we've decided to switch it up. So he's written this stuff for the Lions, and I've written stuff for the Cats just for a little bit of fun. I reckon it'd be good. Yep. So we'll start off, uh, alphabetical order, we'll start off with the Adelaide Crows. Uh, and f- firstly, we'll do we'll do pass mark for them. I think pass mark, it's got to be finals, doesn't it? It just, it just has to be. I think the way they've been tracking over the last couple of years, just to... Just to make finals, it would it would really like they were pretty unlucky to miss out last year. I think it was they were definitely up and about in that area. But I think if they keep tracking the way they're going, finals is definitely where they should be finishing. I think you're right. Yeah. Well, you've got yeah yeah. I think I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So like I said, uh, the four year rebuild is going well. They're tracking nicely. Um, Adelaide, they're a pretty high scoring team. So they averaged ninety five points a game last season. Uh, but also their defending was a bit of an issue, so they often conceded about the same amount as well. Um, obviously, Tom Duday, who we'll speak about later, he left the club um, to go to the Lions, uh, but they did. the Crows did pick up Daniel Curtin, who I've had a look at his highlights, and he is an absolute gun of a key defender. He's a, he's a tall man too. 197 centimetres, if you don't mind. Uh, he's he's going to be great for them, I think. Uh, yeah. I mean, Daniel Curtin probably not going to solve the problem entirely. Probably need to find a bit more strength in defence. Uh, I think one of the big points from the Crows coming out of last season, uh, they need to win more games away. Obviously, they, they play pretty well at Adelaide, uh, but I think banking more wins away from home will do them a whole lot of favours in terms of getting more wins on the board next season or this season. Uh, yeah, but they should do well if they can nail those things, tidy up the defending a bit. Uh, I reckon if they do that and keep tracking the way they've been the last couple of years, I think they're anywhere from fifth to the seventh to fifth. I think on the ladder, probably not. I wouldn't. I don't see them making top four, but definitely a, a bit of a bit of a strong contender in finals. I agree with you there. I think if they make the eight, it'll be bottom bottom half of the eight. Definitely yeah. not top four. Uh, yeah, and if, look, I reckon. If if they really do have a flop, they're still probably like they they they're in contention for the eight definitely. Um, yeah. even if they don't get it, they'll be they'll be close. They'll, yeah, yeah. I reckon I reckon if they're gonna do anything, if they're not gonna make the eight, they'll stay around the same spot where they did. As disappointing as it would be for Crows fans, I think they'll they'll kind of if they don't make the eight, they'll stay in the same spot. Really, 
Ah, all right. Well, Brisbane. Move on to Brisbane now. Uh, this this is going to be interesting. Hopefully, I don't you know cause too much pain here. <laughs> That's all good, mate. Yeah, but I think the pass mark for them. Um, I've got I've set set the bar pretty high here. I've gone a premiership or a grand final appearance. I I like the high standards. I do actually because I think for Brisbane it it needs to be grand final win slash appearance. We were robbed of grand final last year, um, and I think I think I think this like the chance the the more years they waste the the ch- it's just gonna keep slipping away. So I think last year they were close. They played really well. Uh, this year, if they if they if they play how they played last year, they've just got to grab hold of the chance and just take it. Yeah. So, yeah, Premiership or runners-up again is my pass mark. Uh, Brisbane, I reckon, oh, look, they're up there with one of the best lists in the game. Uh, excellent depth, good balanced list. Like, they, they really, if you just look at the list on paper, there's not a lot of inconsistent there or areas where you could say, oh, you know, they could improve on that. That's, that's a real strength of theirs, real balanced list. And, you know, you'd think they'd be right up there to contend again you'd think you know it's always interesting to see for me how teams go after losing a grand final obviously with the swans uh last season they didn't do nearly as good as they were um before in 2022 when they were up there made the grand final lost it they dropped a bit i mean they did lose the grand final but they, a bit, a bit much, but I think it's probably different to you know how much you lose it by. Exactly, I think you lose a grand final by that margin. There's a bit of there's a bit of reconsideration going into it. Definitely, but yeah, look, Brisbane they got they picked up a couple uh, players to the draft. But my number one person who I'm going to be really interested in this season is Tom Duday, who I mentioned before. Uh obviously Daniel Rich. Going out and Marcus Adams as well leaving uh, the defending lineup. Um, he'll be, I think, he'll be fantastic for the Lions. And I agree with you. Yeah, he'll slot right in um, in the back line. Uh, Brisbane, they like to like to kick. They kick a lot more than they handball. So I think maybe a possible weakness for them would be their ball movement. So if teams can cramp them up, not give them any options, and control the game, then they might be in a spot of bother which I think is what Collingwood did to them in that grand final in a couple of the quarters where they lost there. Uh, they cramped them up. Uh, they couldn't really get the ball moving and couldn't really attack. So I think if they can handball a bit more, get the ball moving, I think it'd be good for them. I think you're right. Yeah, I think um, that's probably something that Collingwood did do really well in that grand final was just not letting Brisbane play the way they normally play. Um, and I think you're right. If they, if Brisbane are able to change that uh, that slight thing about the way they play, then it's going to be really hard going up against them. Yeah. Well, obviously we know now it's pretty obvious that Brisbane have got an absolute fortress at home. So obviously they'll get a fair amount of wins from there. That's pretty essential. We don't want to drop any games at home. Uh, and I think one thing, just win, win games at the MCG, I think that's a big goal. If they want to really push for a premiership, you can't, you know, you've got to be good or at least competitive in all rounds. So when, the and that's, that's easier said than done, I guess. Yeah. Um, the MCG is a bit of a, uh, yeah, it's a bit of a hoodoo with the lines and the MCG, but look, I, th- I see him finishing probably around top three. I think they should be definitely making the four and, you know, first and second and maybe third, I think is definitely where they should be aiming. Yeah. Um, so you've, next one, you've got the Carlton Blues. Yes, I do. And I've got 
uh, a pass mark for them is prelims or uh, in home and away, just consistency in the home and away season. So they've got a fantastic forward line, uh, obviously with Charlie Kerno and Harry Mackay. They're fantastic. Midfield is good. They've got Walsh. They've got Cripps. They've got Chera. Uh, good, good, good squad depth. Another really solid squad. Uh, but I think, like I said, with the pass mark there, they need to be consistent. Uh, past couple of seasons, they've kind of, they started the season pretty badly last season uh, and then finished on a flyer. Uh, season before that, it was the other way around. Uh, I think if they want to contend in in finals, they need to give themselves a good chance there. And, you know, top four is exactly what they need. They need a consistent home and away season so they can have a good a good platform to go into. They need it. They need to set themselves up quite well home and away. Uh, so I think consistent home and away is what they need. Uh, if they play the way they played in the back half of last season, if they keep tracking the way they are, they should definitely make top four. They're definitely a top four side with the squad and the way they play. Uh, they've got a tough fixture. So they play Collingwood, GWS, Port Adelaide, Geelong, Richmond and North Melbourne twice in the season. So a couple big games in there. But they do need to. They need to win those big games if they're going to contend. Because there's not much point, you know, losing to these teams. Right, still making finals, but then you get to finals and you put up against them. You're gonna to have to play them anyway, and you lose. That's right. You play them anyway. So if they can win those games, it'll be not only like a massive confidence boost, but it'll it'll be good for them in finals as well because they'll be probably up against you know a lot of these teams. And I've seen lots of people. Uh like tip the Carlton Blues to finish first or finish in the top, like to t- go on and win the premiership. Um, so there's lots of high marks for them, lots of high uh, expectations, expectations on them sure. going into this season. Uh, and they do have a good team and mm. we've put them at first to fourth, like ladder position. I've put them top four. I think some of the predictions about them, you know, finishing first, going on, winning the premiership. Do I think they, do I think they can't win a premiership? No, they can definitely win a premiership, but compared to other sides in the competition, I think it's a bit of a stretch. I, I think it's almost a question of just not yet. Yeah. I Look, if they have another great season um, this season, I think definitely next next year. They can they can go... I, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if they made a grand final. Honestly, I think they can definitely do it. The belief they have is fantastic. But I I just don't see it. And, you know, it all looks stupid, you know, at the end of this season when they go on, you know, they don't lose for, you know, half the season and win the premiership by 100 points. But I'm sticking to my guns here. I, I don't see them winning the premiership this year. As good as their squad is, there are better better squads in the comp. I think we've got to make these predictions interesting. I'm I'm going with big calls here. I, but I, I also think, mate, look, you're going to look stupid when they do win the final by 100 points. With, we'll see if they do, but um, you're also going to look super smart when they don't. So right. yeah, honestly, you, you got to make big calls here, otherwise it's boring. No one likes a boring season prediction. You got to come out here, cane corn style, and absolutely rip into teams and make some big calls. Talking about ripping into teams, we got Colin ripping yeah. into teams. I can rip into these blokes for all I all my days. Collingwood, pass mark for them. Look, my my little my little motto is right after you on the premiership. Your pass mark is a prelim. You just make a prelim and you're okay. You've you've done all you need. A grand final as well, back to back. That's that's fantastic. But I think prelim and that's all right. 
Um, look, great list. They've got Lockie Schultz from Frio. He's he's a fantastic forward. There's not a whole lot going wrong for them. Um, hopefully, you'd want them. You'd want the squad still to be hungry for a flag. That's the big thing with Premiership winning and coming off the back of that. You've got the losers of Premiership who need to bounce back effectively, but you've also got the winners who need to still be hungry because when you win it, right, your ultimate goal in footy, right, is to win a Premiership. So when you've done that, sometimes you know you'll have players that go, oh, well. I've done that. Now what do I do? You know, you've still got to have that hunger for another flag and that's going to be important for them. Uh, I think potentially they might need to manage uh, oldest, older players. They've got the oldest list in the comp at the moment. So players like Scott Pendlebury, uh, I see them I see them probably managing a bit more this season. Um, they lost Taylor Adams. He didn't get a whole lot of minutes last season with injury and all that, but he was definitely important to their squad. Uh, Jack Ginevan, he's gone to Hawthorne, which is even more reason for me to hate them now. Uh, look, they're two, they're two pretty important players for them. I don't think they'll completely flop without them, but I, I, yeah, they're looking a really strong side. I've, I've got them finishing uh, top three again. Yeah, and um, and it's quite unfortunate to see Collingwood with such a good side, but um, yeah, it is what it is. Honestly, yeah. Look, if they, if if they, you know have a flop this season it'll be quite funny it'll be very Collingwood like to finish 14th I I'm not complaining with any Collingwood flop I think any I'm all for any Collingwood any Collingwood failure is fantastic for footy I think and all the all the fans out there um yep anyway moving on to the teams I've written some stuff about so we've got Essendon um I've got their pass mark at semi-finals and they're I reckon I reckon they can finish um Probably five, five to tenth, fifth to tenth. Um, so I reckon they can make the eight, but if they do, it's going to be. Look, I've given them. I've been a bit generous with five to eight. I think five to ten. I think. Yeah, I reckon you have. I have been real generous, but I think, I think, my opinion is if they can do the things that they've done well last year, really well this year, that they can maybe make a fifth at best. Um, so their ability to move the ball last year was really good. Um, so they need to keep doing that. And if when they're able to get those chains going through the midfield, they looked really good and capitalized really well. They ranked fourth in the competition from points from the defensive half. So really good movement from them. Um, but their main problem was their inside 50s. So they um, they were 16th um, in that. And forward half intercepts also were 16th. So there wasn't much stopping the opposition team once they got the ball. Um, so it was really mainly a defensive issue for the Bombers. Um, and I think if they can change, they've got four four new recruits, which look fantastic. Um, and I think if they can change their defense, then I think it's, again, generous. They can make the eight. Yeah, look, I think, well, they've, they've picked up Ben McCarr. They've picked up Todd Goldstein. They've picked up Jade Gresham and Xavier Dersma. They're, they're some pretty, pretty big names, I would say. Uh, look, Brad Scott, yeah, I, I do back him. I do back him to do well with the club. Obviously came in at a bit of a tough time last season. But, yeah, look, 5th to 10th, it's, it's, look, I'm I'm glad we don't, we're not locking in anything this episode because, yeah, it's, it's a big call. It's a big call. I like it. And as you said, it's, 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 you've got to make bold call, yeah. calls. And I was like, yeah. I have this slight feeling that they could. Therefore, I'm just going to go with it, you know. I, I back it. I back it. 
Um, so the next one I got, I got three mental dockers. Um, their pass mark, I've got at finals and their ladder position eighth to 12th. Um, so last year they were ranked first in the competition for points against and second for both point, uh, opposition points from turnovers and opposition defensive fifties to inside fifties. So their defense is a real strength and it showed that last year, considering they didn't make the eight and they're still having um, between rounds 20 and 23, might I say, not the whole competition, their defense was the best. Um, and so unfortunately it's something you can't rely on. They can't rely on just their defense. Um, so they finished the season ranked 14th for conte- contested possession differential. So on top of that, the Dockers were ranked 13th for points four and 14th for both points scored inside 50 and points from turnovers. So if they move the ball a bit faster, um, which I have heard they have actually been working on trying to move the ball much faster, then I reckon they can push for eighth. I think I don't think they're going to get better than eighth. Again, a little bit generous, but I think if their defense is as solid as it was between rounds 20 and 23 last year, and they're able to just, um, instead of relying on the defense to win them games, rely on their attack as well, yeah. then I think I think they can they can get eighth. Yeah, look, it's it's another bold call, and I like it. Uh, but look, Frio, they they love getting rid of their experienced players, and you see it with Lockie Schultz, and there's a number of others um, that they've traded away. And it's like as soon as they get a good experienced player in the squad, they they like to trade them away. So it's it's going to be interesting to see how they go this year. Obviously, didn't have a fantastic season last year, uh, but yeah, look, I like it. I like it. It's a bold call, and that there's potential. They can definitely make the finals, and I think it's it's going to be a really interesting season for Dockers fans. That's for sure. Um, moving on to the Cats, this will be interesting. Um, I've got their pass mark at finals. Uh, I think if they can make finals, that's a big positive. I think I think uh, not making finals again would be a bit unfortunate. Um, so I've got their ladder position at seventh to tenth. So definitely uh, about that, the bottom side of the eight, uh, or just just about making it. Um, so they have a really good attack, and they've been really impressive, especially uh, go back two years. Their attack is absolutely mental, uh, and they're ranked fifth in the league for points scored while they were in the top four scores per inside per inside fifty percent. So their points from turnovers were really good, and but actually the main thing I thought was their problem was actually the midfield. I don't know if you agree with that, yeah, but I, I I definitely back that. Uh, I think losing Cam Guthrie. Um, early in the season didn't help. We were plagued by injuries, as I've said before. I'm not going to use that as an excuse as to why we had a bad season, but it definitely contributed. Uh, losing Joel Selwood, obviously, is pretty tough. He was just a fantastic leader for us. Uh, I think his drive and the way he went about the game was just fantastic for us. He was such a good leader. Uh, we've got lots of young players coming in, which I'm really excited about. Lots of midfielders coming into the mix which is going to be good. I think Max Holmes is going to have another fantastic season. We've definitely got the list and the players to go. But yeah, look, midfield, if we can work on that, getting our contested footy sorted, I think we're in a really good spot. Yeah, I think you're right. So you you just got beaten at various stages of the year in the middle of the park. And it's something that can definitely be changed and you guys definitely have the players to do it. Um, So I think if you change that, you're definitely pushing for finals. You can definitely make finals. Um, And yeah, I would not be surprised at all to see the Cats make the finals. Yeah. 
Uh, moving on to the Gold Coast Suns. I've got their pass mark at finals as well. I mean, I've got their ladder position at 7th to 11th. Um, my favorite convenience store, 7-Eleven. Um, the Suns have been developing for years. And can this be their year is a question that's been asked for multiple years in a row now, yeah. unfortunately. So 7th in the competition in contested possession and 4th in clearance um, shows the depth and the quality that their midfield uh, usual. That's usually led um, by Talk Miller. So their def- their midfield is really good, um, and I I've, I put that as a strength. But their main weakness, I was thinking about it, and their main weakness for me has been um, playing the whole season. Um, yeah. <laughs> so to make finals, I think they will need to play the whole season because. The past few years, they've just they've really started off really nicely. They played the first half of the season. The second half, they've had an absolute flop, and the chances of it being can this be their year keep drifting away in the second half of the season. So I reckon if they're able to keep the way they play for the whole season, they will make finals, and they'll have the strongest chance of giving them the year. They, they, they've been hoping for this year for a while. And the, the, yeah. 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 I think, oh boy, if you're a Suns fan, you're just going to be, oh, I, could, I, I couldn't do it. Honestly, I know I'm, you know, coming from a Cats fan, it's a bit rich as we, you know, make top four every year and, you know, it's ridiculous. But as a Suns fan, it just must be painful. I think Damien Hardwick, new coach, uh, great midfield group, as you, as you mentioned before, Took Miller, Matty Rao, oh, big fan of Matty Rao, all the things he does. I think, look, Damien Hardwick, he's done it before with the with the Tigers. Um, he's, you know, their whole big plan, their four-year plan that they had to win a premiership went down pretty damn well. Uh, I think, yeah, he can work wonders. And hopefully, hopefully this is the year that Suns make finals, but there's definitely going to be a lot of competition this season for it. Oh, there really is. Um, and it would be very disappointing again if they weren't able to do that. Um, That's right. And the last team we've got this week is GWS Giants. I have their pass market finals as well. Again, like most of these teams that um, I've just mentioned, I've got their ladder position at 8th to 12th. So at the edge of the 8, yeah. uh, pushing to make the 8. Um, and what I thought last year was actually quite good from the Giants was in the 2022 season, they finished 16th and had a pretty terrible season. And last year, they went on and played in the prelims, which was much further than most people expected them to go. And so I thought their work rate and their uh, strong intent um, was really great that season. To It's not an easy task to go from 16th to a prelim. Um, and they were pretty close to a grand final as well. One point. So um, I, I really admired that. Um, I don't really have much to say about the Giants. I just, I think if they, if they're able to work hard um, and to get their midfield to be as good as what they are on paper, they can definitely push for the top eight in 2024. I think, yeah, I think their midfield is, has been really good on paper. It just Mm. hasn't shown enough. And I think if it can show, I think eighth is definitely something they can push for. Yeah. Well, look, I'm I'm very excited for the Giants this season. Um, there's it's been called uh, a sort of Melbourne 2021 preseason this year, this year, which is very exciting because we all know what Melbourne did in 2021. They had a fantastic season. Um, but look, for me, I think it's they played fantastic footy. They played absolutely amazing footy 
at the end of last season. It, it was like there was nothing wrong with them. You couldn't you couldn't pick out a weakness in their side. But it I just find it a bit hard to trust, you know. And that's and that's the thing with a lot of lot of teams. And I think that's 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 where I think it's going to be quite interesting in terms of who makes finals and that, because you've got teams like Carlton, you've got teams like GWS, you've got teams like St Kilda, Gold Coast. You know, all those teams are sort of in and out of finals, and like they've had their moments where they look fantastic. And if you like, if you like, you've seen with Carlton, they've had you know a season where they've had a stink hard to start and then finish well. Stinker, they've had a stink at the end of the season and you know started fantastic. It's it's hard to see how they'll they'll start this year and where they'll track because they've sure they've played, you know, fantastic footy for one half of the season, but can they do that for a whole season? Because exactly. if, they, if they can, honestly, if I, if, if the giants keep tracking the way they were at the end of last season, this season, they're making the top four by an absolute landslide. They're not losing a game, you know? And so it's the same with Carlton, but it's it's that consistency that I think is going to catch a lot of teams up, and I think that's the thing with the Giants. If if they're inconsistent, like you said, I think you know outside the eight, eighth to twelfth is probably a decent prediction. But if they can back up what they did at the end of last season, then wow, they're going to be absolutely unstoppable. And I think I I did go for some bold moves. I didn't. I don't have enough trust to unfortunately do that. Yeah. You might, and that's totally fine. Um. But it is really good. There is a lot of teams there that are sitting on the edge of the eight, pushing for the eight. There's got to be a real, real fight. There are some teams that you're like, they're pushing for top four, like they're definitely going to make the yeah. eight. And yeah. there's other teams that are like, this is like, there's a few of them that's really, it's going to be a really big fight. And yeah. I'm, I'm pumped. I can't definitely. wait. I think like we've seen a lot of teams like last year was such a crazy, crazy year in terms of the amount of teams that were pushing for the eight and could have made the eight, and you know revivals in the second half of the season talked about the you know talked about Carlton talked about the Giants and what they've been able to do like completely turn their seasons around oh it's 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 going to be so so interesting how things end up panning out because like you said there's so many teams that are in contention and if they're able to back up what they did then it's going to be such a close race for top four and I think there's so many teams that can make top four like not even make the eight but make top four you know it's it's going to be tough, and I and think you love to see it in you footy. You love to see it. You do love to see it, uh, but yeah, I tell you what, the latter prediction is going to be very tough. And so what we're going to do, uh, obviously, you know, we've done our predictions, we've done ladder positions, we've you know, uh, disagreed, agreed on certain positions. We'll we'll yeah. both put our own individual ladder predictions out, um, see how they go, and then we'll look back at them at the end of the season. See how we did. See who, see who you know, got the most right. That kind of stuff. It'll be a nice, friendly little competition sort of thing. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so looking forward to footy this season. I, I am really absolute ripper. And next week we will cover the other nine teams. Um, so yeah. we'll do what we did this week. We'll just cover the other nine, and then we'll each put in our predictions. Predictions. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's been Centre Bounce Cover Drive back with season two of AFL. Um, I'm Lucas. That's Brad, and we'll see you in the next episode.